What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Little Games Cast, episode number 22. We're reaching every week, me and my man Brandon here. Yo. Yo. Ooh, he said that so cool, so suave. I like that. That's different from the normal high, but I like that. You all, ooh, you like, you like bondiferous, finiferous, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Can we get together, talk about games, things coming up, things we're excited for, things that we hope you're excited for, that you are excited along with us. I'm using the word excited because I'm excited to record this podcast with you today, who I hope is also excited, Brandon. You can catch us. I'm thrilled to pieces. You are thrilled to pieces. pieces. (laughs) No snap. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. You can catch us every week at youtube.com forward slash little games. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash little games. Capital T W. You can catch us on the couch. Catch us on podcast services near you like iTunes, SoundCloud, what have you, what needs you. Brandon, how you doing today, my man? I've been playing a lot of old video games today because I have nothing else to play. <laughs> nothing else to do? What did, you, what did you go back and play today? Apparently there's a patch on a PC where you can play as a different character in Hyperlight Drifter. And okay. I was like, I'm a little Hyperlight Drifter, but I'm playing on a new computer and it did not carry my save over, so I had to start Hyperlight Drifter over. Nice. That sounds fun. <laughs> what I enjoy what it. You did. What other old stuff have you been playing? Well, I, I got a, I got a Surface Pro. For, you did? Uh, sc- yeah, because I'm starting school. Cool. Mom was like, yeah, I'll help you get this because I know you've, you've been looking into this. So I've been testing out some uh, less, uh, like, some smaller games because I, like, I don't have the space to, like, download, like, Skyrim for the fucking 15th time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was That's that awesome, and Transistor though. were my, uh, these games are pretty and I want to see how pretty they look on my, uh, my new screen's resolution. I'm sure they'll look good. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. I know that I definitely want to get a, a a Surface Pro in the future at some point, just because I really want a like an actual laptop for if I'm ever like on the go or something. And then plus, I can also yeah. do that as like a drawing tablet too. So that'd be nice. Now I've had a had a long day. I had to get up, work at nine, work till six my time. Worked work out right nine afterwards. To six. Nine to six. Worked out right afterwards, and then here we are. Not stopping. Can't stop. Won't stop. Let's break it down. <laughs> Lucio coming at you. Well, let's just get right into it so we don't uh, keep diddly-daddling. We can get on with this. Obviously, we had the big week last week. Gamers Christmas. Some would call PAX. it Nerds Memorial Day. Was it PAX last week? No. Did no. that go on? <laughs> I, I'm, ooh, I'm getting so old I can't keep track of all the gamer convention. No, nah, but we had a good old banger on A3 last week. A3, E3 last week yep. where, you know, what was that? Celebrating birthday, celebrating video games birthdays. Yeah, birthdays that you won't be able to celebrate for three, four, sometimes five, maybe six years later on the road because they announce games too damn early, and then you just got to keep seeing them show up at these damn conferences. Yep. <laughs> and then, they, then they eventually come out. They eventually come out. But uh, looking at you, Sony. Looking at you, fucking King of Mars. Uh, if anyone's been listening to us, obviously you've been keeping up with me and Brandon's little little game bit we got going on with our predictions. Uh, basically, anyone that hasn't listened, I'll recap. We made a series of predictions where what we're about to boil down and go through. Uh, basically, trying to predict what we thought we would see in both Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo's uh, conferences slash digital events. Uh, we would get a point if we nailed anything. We can also get a half a point if we get the date correctly. And then any other like little things that we get in there, we could talk about deem if it's worthy, like a, a .25 of a point. And then whoever can rack up the most points has to buy the oh no the loser has to buy the winner some wondrous loot boxes at overwatch's next event whenever the, that happens because we like to play that game and that game likes to play us and our wallets you goddamn right we also had wild card predictions where you can get five points 
which are all over the place. I don't think either of us got any of it. <laughs> so this is going to be boiling down to the, I got one to the bare bone. You got one in spirit. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. PlayStation All Stars Two. It's it's happening. Yep. Don't worry, Brandon. Yo, you watch. You your next E three. You watch. We watch. All right. So I figured we'll just uh, go one by one uh, with each conference. We'll start with Xbox, and then uh, we'll go through your list, tallied up. Go through mine, tallied up, and then we'll move on to the next one. So, starting off with Brandon's first one, Minecraft slash Fallout VR on the Project Scorpio. Also noted, they remind you that Microsoft owns Minecraft. They uh, they definitely <laughs> did that, for sure. But the Fallout VR, and it, did they even talk about Minecraft VR it, at that conference, or was it at another when conference? they were showing off the Minecraft's cro- like crossplay features, it was like Minecraft, yeah. Xbox One, Windows 10, like iPad, Nintendo Switch, VR. So VR yeah. and Minecraft there. were there on the screen at the same time at one point. Uh-huh. Yes, they were. But the Fallout VR, that was at Bethesda's conference. And then conference. fucking Sony. And it was fucking and was Skyrim Sony. VR. Yep. We had to get reminded of Skyrim VR. So, uh, yeah. For that one, I think I'll give you, I'll give you .75. I'll give you .75 just because you got the Minecraft part on both ends. But the only thing you yep. missed was that Fallout VR, and that did that set you up for something. So we'll give you point seven five. Down to um, they're letting you down. It's all their fault. Uh, after that, you put Crackdown three launch. Um, I'm assuming launch is what I noted for uh, yep. launch of the Scorpio. That is hey. completely correct. Hey, Yo, one whole point. Woo. Fucking reading the future. I'm so Raven. Look at you. That's oh god! You know they're Are doing they? a spinoff series of that. They're continuing, yeah, and it's going to be on Disney, and it's going to oh be about god. her kid who gets powers, which yeah. is kind of dumb. And then like Chelsea, Chelsea lives with them, and she has a kid. It's it's, and, uh, it's Fuller House. It's a whole it's a whole Bing Bangaroo. It's just it's basically yeah, it's hitting that nostalgia sitcom chord, and then just not wanting to. Speaking of, I need a tangent really fast before we continue <laughs> this. I saw like a lot of news yesterday <laughs> that uh, Josh from Drake and Josh got married recently. And he didn't invite no. Drake to the wedding. He didn't what? invite him. And then there's like a series of like um, people photoshopping like fake tweets that Drake tweeted out about like, like when you uh, like obviously notice that the cord has been officially cut. I love you, brother. See you. See you never, I guess. And it's like, oh, damn, that's a bit harsh. But I don't know if he actually tweeted him or deleted him because I checked his Twitter. I'm going to look it up. There. But I'm oh, gonna well. look it up. come on. We'll find out by Please the end do. of the podcast. Please do. That'll be the Hopefully plot so. twist. I'll uh, continue on. Uh, the plot was bum bum bum. Uh, next one, Cuphead. That was it. Yeah, you got a date. You got a date, so you get another one. Yeah, two point seven five. Your next prediction, sadly nothing. Uh, you predicted a Halo spinoff. No Halo whatsoever at E three. Uh, they did say that was going to be the case. I mean, granted, developers do lie, and I like how you. Went with your gut and like, nah, they're fucking with us. There's gonna there, be Halo. Of some technically, sort. There, was there was just there was a Halo anything. Wars expansion. There's a Halo Wars expansion, although not quite what I you mean, were looking for. I mean, technically, Halo buddy. Wars is a Halo spinoff, but not a brand new spinoff. Get so. out of here! Get, no, get out of here! <laughs> I'm rejecting the point that I would have right. given me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, you went for a new IP exclusive that is third person. Um, there were third person games. None of which were really new IP. And then in terms of exclusivity, there are console exclusivities, but obviously not what we were 
aiming for in the first place. We were thinking more along the lines of like yeah. Tomb Raider, probably like Middle Earth kind of thing. So sadly, nothing on Breaking that part. My heart. And then, um, Breaking My Heart Downtown, Walking Fast. And then finally, your wild card prediction, which would have been worth five points, Fable Reboot. Sadly, nothing from the uh, the Fable side of things. Not not this year, at least. Who they knows, showed maybe off in the future. three seconds that Fable card game nobody cares about. I didn't even notice. I noticed a Fable card game. I was I was <laughs> livid. Okay. I was a loom weaving a tapestry of vulgarity. Oh damn! <laughs> that was right? that was a lot. <laughs> Woo! Okay. All right, and then we'll uh, move on to my. Oh, your final score was uh, for Xbox two point seven five. You got two point seven five points right there. All right, my first one, the very bold and just obviously way too brash and fiercely incorrect uh scorpio obviously we didn't know the name it's now xbox one x i put october 2017th launcher for 699 completely wrong on everything (laughs) it's completely wrong across the board it is launching november the following month for for 200 less at 499 granted before i had that prediction i did initially put that it was going to be in in my defense i did put i think around 550 so i wasn't that far off but uh, it was more or less the news that I had read right before the predictions episode that like some developer said that Battlefront 2 was going to be looking better on the Xbox One X than a PC. And, you know, obviously the whole marketing ploy of it being a premium console. I just thought, oh, it's got to be a lot more expensive. Let me just amp this shit up. And then apparently I <laughs> way overestimated it. So no points there whatsoever. Oh, man. Yo, I, was, I was horribly wrong, Brandon. I was horribly wrong. Yo, fuck your points, though. Uh, after that, Crackdown 3, holiday 2017, November. Technically That's speaking, that Thanksgiving holiday, right? is a holiday in the Americas. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, after that, my next one was Cuphead, available now or by end of summer. There was Cuphead. I don't get that extra point for being by now or end of summer because it comes out literally a week after the end of summer. It comes out September 29th. That is literally one fucking week. So whatever. I only get one for that. Fuck you, Cuphead. Yeah. The scores. Uh, after that, I put Cyberpunk 2077, re-revealed on Scorpio. We didn't get any news whatsoever from uh, from Cyberpunk, from uh, from not from software, uh, from what is their yes. name? CD Projekt Red, the guys who do Witcher. Nothing whatsoever. Although apparently they had a bunch of assets recently stolen uh, from the from the game. They're apparently early assets that they said they might not even use for the game. Someone like hacked their server or something. I don't yeah. know. Got in. We're 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 entering this wonderful era of hackers holding digital goods hostage. It's ridiculous. It's just utterly Dude, ridiculous. Dude, we live in the future. Yeah, we do. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't see anything from that. My next one after that. Uh, Banjo 3E as an exclusive. No Banjo whatsoever. That was uh, that was quite wishful thinking on my part, so I don't get anything from that. And then my wild card was From Software's new IP, Souls Like Gundam game revealed on Xbox. No, nothing. Nothing from From Software whatsoever. Nope. So I only end the Xbox section of all that with just two points. So not doing so. I'm .75 behind. I'll catch up. We'll see. Your heads will be mine soon, damn it. Let me see. Let me pull up my Sony notes for... There we go. Uh, Brandon's first PlayStation prediction. Revival of old IP. He put Sly in captions, hoping that it would be that. But I'll just see if there's any revival of an old IP. 
Shadow of the Colossus is getting a revival. That's a rem- in a, re- a remaster. remaster. It's st- like remaster. it's still bringing a game that was dead back to life with the new coat of paint. So I'm giving uh, myself point zero one points. So right I'll now, I'll give you, I will give you point five, mostly because it is a revival in a sense of an old IP. They're not planning on doing any more for it. I can just see them kind of doing this as fan service, and they already ported it once to PS3. So <laughs> if they had never done the PS3 one, that would have been a full point. But the fact that they've done that before, it's like a re-re-re-revival kind you of deal. You are way more generous than I would be. I'm a generous guy. I'm a generous guy. You are. Okay. After that, you put uh, Days Gone trailer, which we did get. We did see some Days Gone. Uh, it was towards the beginning of the conference. You put Holiday for the date. Uh, sadly, no. Sadly, no Holiday. But they did show us a trailer, so you do get a point on that part. Um, from what I was reading, that game probably is not coming out to like late 2018 Ever. at this point anyway. Ever? You don't think ever, ever coming out? <laughs> Dang, savage. You're not generous whatsoever. Uh, after like that, zombies. Sucker Punch. You just don't like zombies. That's fair. I, everyone's tired of zombies. I'm tired of zombies. Uh, after that, you threw down Sucker Punch new IP. Saw nothing from Sucker Punch whatsoever. But I guarantee you, quiet. it will have the best huh. pixels ever of all time. The best particle effects, be my bad. The best particle The best effects. particle effects. Oh, don't mix it up. Don't get it twisted. Uh, do you think we will hopefully see theirs at like PSX this year? Maybe I'm hoping it's it's time. They've been quiet for so damn long at this point now. Like we haven't seen anything. But the last thing they what, did first it was first Sun's was first uh, Light. expansion. Yeah, yeah, which came out like the same year. I think it's Infamous yeah. Two, which was 2014. It's been well over three years at this yeah. point. They have to be working on something. I know um, first Light was better than Second Sun. That's a popular uh, response too. I know like the uh, PlayStation. I think he's the president or co-president Shuhei Yoshida said that he did put his hands on Sucker Punch's new IP like a little while back and he said that it's shaping up to be really good and pretty fun <clears throat> with his hand like just a, like a severed hand out just like in the corner somewhere he's got his hands on the game and you see like the box art of the game inside the game but with Shuhei's hand it's on like it. that one issue of like uh, the Nickelodeon magazine where they showed you Yao Ming's hand in comparison to your hand and it was like three pages oh my God. long how big his hand was and it was like I feel like it's I'm You're a like, child, oh, and I feel like I'm like I, I'm not like I'm a fucking sperm cell. That's how I felt. <laughs> You're just not. I'm still the twinkle in my dad's eye. Damn it! I'm just a twinkle. Um. After that, you threw down Kingdom Hearts release year. Uh. Sadly, no. And then the Kingdom Hearts trailer that we saw technically yep. wasn't even at E3. I know. I'm gonna not give myself anything either. It was at the Symphony uh, concert that they had going on for the Kingdom Hearts World Tour. Uh. Sh- shortly before. Uh, all of E3 formally kicked off. It was a Saturday night, and I cried. And I Weeped, cried. even. It was beautiful. And then we're going to see more at uh, D23, Disney's big expo next month. They're going to be revealing a new world, uh, as well as like uh, some more gameplay and trailer. And then, apparently, there's a major interview coming out with the director soon. There's a little tease, apparently, through a uh, translation. It could be rough translation. He said that they will be giving known as final information regarding Kingdom Hearts 3. That can mean a lot of things, but either way, my ass is sweaty, my balls are ready, knees weak, mom's spaghetti. Um, after that, this one you're definitely getting a solid point for, Destiny 2 exclusivity. They showed a shit ton of <laughs> exclusive content, I know neither of us, especially you, are happy about it. So, <laughs> I have strong feelings. Yes, you do. <laughs> and, uh, I, we talked yeah. about that last, last episode when we did the recap of everything. 
So if you want to know, <laughs> you can obviously feel his lividness feeling coming. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's coming out his butt. <laughs> the lividness is coming out his butt if you want to hear the That was a lot louder than I, I like, originally like, was planning. It was, it was pretty loud. <laughs> that was pretty loud. Uh, and then your wild card, PlayStation All-Stars 2, sadly nothing. Nothing for you. Maybe next year. In your heart. It's in your heart. I believe it. In your heart. Okay. After that, moving on to mine. My first one for PlayStation... Batman Arkham colon Boy Wonder. <laughs> no Batman Arkham, especially no no Boy Wonder. Didn't see any of that whatsoever, so no points on that regard. Um, after that, I put Bloodborne 2 uh, by not by From Software. We didn't see Bloodborne 2 there, and we didn't see From Software there at all. So sadly, nothing. Uh, who knows? Maybe PSX just because that's a more diehard PlayStation crowd. I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. Um, after that, I threw down Detroit Become Human, which they did show with a new trailer and it just they didn't say 2018 at e3 they later came out in interviews that they did during the whole like e3 media process Mm. uh saying that it would be coming out next year probably towards the second half i think from what i read so it'll probably be their fall game that as well as uh days gone from what i understand Hmm. um i also put colon what was it early 2018 yeah not that and then possible new celebrity revealed they did have that uh they revealed the game like with marcus i believe was his name it's an actor who is best known for Grey's Anatomy. I forget what his Gray. name is. I just knew that I heard that from something. His name is Grey. But yeah, they did. Uh, they got that. What do you think? Obviously a point for Detroit. Normally it would have been a half a point if I'd gotten the date right. Not correct. Do I get a? Do you think I get a point two five for the celebrity? I give you. I, I would give you like a point five for the celebrity okay. and the fact that it was okay. shown off. So. And then after that, I put God of War. They showed off God of War, lengthy trailer. Uh, my date prediction was holiday 2017. Caption possibly delayed to spring 2018 or uh, early 2018, which is when it's coming out. It's going to probably be filling out that same slot as uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, probably like that February, March area. That's what I'm thinking. That'll be their first big one for the year, and they like to front load their uh, exclusive releases. So God of War coming out soon. What do you think? Just the just the point on that because I didn't get the date on that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Thank you. You're right. And then you after that, Kingdom Hearts three story trailer. I don't want to get into that. I already talked about it. We we know what happened. No point for that. My wild card, uh, Death Stranding trailer with new celebrity reveal. Death Stranding not there. Hideo Kojima literally tweeted out the next day after we recorded this. Death Stranding will not be at E three. Thanks, bro. Thanks, Hideo bro, Jima. Thanks, dog. Couldn't have done that 24 <laughs> hours earlier, so I didn't have that wild card. I could have gotten something else. Like, I don't know. Uh, D- Destiny 2 fucks anyone else out the ass that doesn't play it on PlayStation. I could have wild carded that. No. No Idris Elba or Emma Stone whatsoever. I end up PlayStation with, the, uh, with a 2.5. <laughs> Just a 2.5. This is really close, actually. Like, you you have a solid lead by point yeah. seven five, my friend. We'll have to see how, uh, how Nintendo finishes. The Fallout yeah, VR, Fallout though. VR. It's helping. All right. And then let me pull up your last one. The Nintendo. <clears throat> Brando's first Nintendo prediction. Virtual console. Wii U cross-purchase. Nothing. None of, none of that whatsoever. They had a Nintendo, just to nope. preface, had a 25-minute direct. They packed a lot into it. That wasn't in there, sadly. Uh, next one, Mario Odyssey Hub World, Badonkadonk. I think <laughs> it was because of New Donk City. Um, 
They came out. I yeah. mean, Mario Odyssey was there. So I will give you, I'll give you half a point so far, mostly because the main prediction was just showing off the hub world. Uh, and you said it would be New Donk City. I think I looked it up. That's not a hub world. It's just a world. I've, I was actually, like, not, like, going 100% back. I thought they were going to show off the hub world and that, like, the level they New would Donk show City? off okay. would be New Donk City, which I still would get, like, the half point because they didn't show off a hub world, but New Donk City was, like, mm-hmm. the primary focus of a lot of the gameplay stuff. Like, they did show another level mm-hmm. during the live stream, but, like, for, like they like New Donk City was, like, what Fair they enough. focused on cool. for the most I'll part. I'll give you the point for that. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, uh, feeling generous, yo. Feeling what? Feeling lucky. I don't know. You're feeling you lucky, feeling lucky punk. punk. But, uh, after that, you threw down traditional Animal Crossing. Sadly, no Animal Crossing whatsoever at the Nintendo Direct event. I can see them probably maybe announcing that a little bit later down the road. Probably, uh, like, maybe early next year, and then it'll come out probably, like, late 2018, after everything else comes out with the Yoshi and the Kirby and all that stuff. Um, after that, Fire Emblem proper trailer, traditional Fire Emblem, not Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, sadly, didn't see anything from Fire Emblem Warriors. Or, sorry, from traditional Fire Emblem that they're going to do for the Switch, just the Fire it's Emblem Warriors. I apologize, Brad. No. If you want, how about, you want me to give you 0.25 for Fire cool. Emblem? Because there was Fire Emblem. Okay. Nah. Nah, I was, my, my was, I was banking on, like, Fire Emblem Fair 2018, enough. not Fire Emblem uh, Warriors. After that, your final big one was, uh, Wii U Port Block. No Port Block. There was a there was one port, but it was for a 3DS game <laughs> getting remastered. <laughs> there was a port. There was a port. There was a there port was shown one. off in the in the direct. It wasn't announced at. It was announced during the Pokemon direct, but they did show the Pokemon <laughs> tournament in uh, Nintendo's conference. So I'll give you a point two five for one game. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and then your wild card was Mother Three footage 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 shown with Virtual Console uh, stuff. Uh, sadly, because there was no virtual console block of any sort, and there was no nope. Mother 3, uh, you, my friend, end up Nintendo with point two five. Hey! <laughs> Nintendo, done with Savage, you. air horn. <laughs> I would get an air horn, but Fair I'm pretty enough. sure I would destroy my microphone Fair and enough. everyone who's listening okay. ears. Moving on to my first one for Nintendo, I put Smash for Switch being Smash 4, and I wanted Ice Climbers back in a new character. None of that happened because they, they hate me and they hate my guts, apparently, so zero there. Uh, next one, Donkey Kong Country. Sadly, there was no Donkey Kong. There was other great games revealed, like a new Kirby and a new Yoshi that looked fucking awesome. But uh, sadly, no Dunk, no Donkey Kong. Uh, after that bold prediction, Metroid Prime 4. Guess what got announced? Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> Not coming out Metroid for Prime like, four. three years, but yeah, but it's coming. Ever. It, is coming. Let me see. Whoops. That's not right. One. Uh, after that, Skies of Arcadia remake for Switch. Atlas, question mark, caption, please. Nothing. No, no Skies of Arcadia remake for, for me this day. Maybe maybe years from now when everyone... I was going to say when everyone forgets about it. I think everyone already forgot about that game years ago. Probably 2004. After the GameCube version came out. Uh, after that, I put Xenoblade Chronicles 2. They show that off. It's coming out this holiday. So, which was surprising too, because I I was only banking on the the rumors and like the talk said you know like English voice acting and music was wrapping up, which it did. So that was surprising enough. Uh, the wild card, <laughs> you laughed at me for this one, but I just wanted it. Damn it, a new Star Fox, a la Adventure slash Assault. 
I got really hopeful during that that Mario trailer when we saw the camera pan up to that T Rex. I got I got super hyped for a second. Uh, and then, totally and then we saw the hunter. Mario hat, and then it was just the Mario. Trailer. I'm like, no, oh, no, no, Star Fox. So I only got two on that guy. Okay, let us see here. Okay, okay. Rounding out Brandon's points, we got two point seven five for Xbox. Plus 2.5 for PlayStation, plus 0.25 for Nintendo. You, my friend, ended on 5.5. Hey, round of applause. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, boy. And then, ended out on mine. We got two <laughs> for, for Xbox. Plus, whoops, what'd I do? Two for Xbox, plus. What am I doing wrong? I keep hitting buttons. Two. Plus. 2.5 for PlayStation plus 2 for Nintendo. 6.5. I only beat you by one point. <laughs> by one point. Huh. Actually, actually, I just, uh, you you forgot What's one of that? my predictions for Nintendo. <laughs> if you look at my Google Doc, a Metroid title will be announced. What, in what Google Doc? <laughs> I sent you my Google Doc. I didn't get no Metroid Doc. I said when Metroid. did you send me a Google Doc? How long I ago? <laughs> I didn't get nothing. A second ago. A second you fuck, ago. Get out of here. Get out of here. Right <laughs> now. <laughs> you fucking get out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, got you by a point with fucking Mr. Slick over here. If you look at the Google Doc, I sent you five seconds. Get out of here. You send a bad example for the kids that obviously listen. I sent you. I sent I you just God, now. You sent me something just now. I'm never looking at it. I'm not gonna. Look, I'm not acknowledging it. But yeah, no. This uh, this E3, okay. I, like I was talking about before, um, well, last week, I think a lot of us, not even like just us, just in general, I think everyone went into this E3 with just very high expectations, more or less, just because the past couple of years with Sony and Xbox, they set the bar so high. They set the bar pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if we just look at it on paper, this E3 was like really, really good. Like with lots of solid releases, lots of things shown off. We got fucking Spider Man. We got Spider Man. We got. We, we can get, get Miles Morales. Morales, you'll see. That was it. Was a fun, fun prediction game there. I hope uh, we keep doing it for many years to come. Hmm. What was it? Uh, Pro Jared did a excellent like a uh, section towards his like in his Nintendo like uh, mm-hmm. response video. He was basically pointing how people kind of ruin their E3 experience by getting a little too wild with their predictions. Like, everyone's expecting, like, Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be announced, even yeah. though Kingdom Hearts 3 hasn't come out yet. Or, like, everyone's going to do X, Y, and Z, and it's like, yeah. it's fun to speculate, yeah, exactly. but, like, don't, don't let that ruin your much. E3. Because like, you don't know if, if you, you don't, don't control s- that shit at the end of the day. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. I think um I think it would be better just to go into like watching it. Like obviously we'll do predictions, but not like you know bank on anything happening or getting upset if something doesn't happen. Just because like we I mean granted we do want games to come out. And it's reasonable to make some predictions. Like if the game's been shown off for a couple of years and like gone silent, like say next year we should probably be seeing like more Death Stranding. If Kingdom Hearts isn't out by then, we'll probably see that too. Maybe Final Fantasy VII remake. But there's some things that you just gotta gotta let it go, let it go. Yeah. So, all in all, what would you um? How'd you feel about this this past E three? I enjoyed it. 
I got Spider-Man, which I've been wanting a Spider-Man game since uh, I played Web of Shadows, because Web of Shadows is not mm-hmm. very good. It was okay. Um, I'm, I'm getting a Metroid game I'm not going to play, because I don't really care for the Metroid about, uh, franchise. The 3DS remake or, uh, I'm getting a Mario game. Both, fair enough. Both. <clears throat> but, uh, like, I guess like I'm more, I'm just excited for that, like, Nintendo and Microsoft seem to finally, mm-hmm. like, gotten their shit together. Like, Sony's been in a very good place since the start of this console generation, and, like, they basically maintained that, and they're like, hey, we're doing more of the same, whereas Nintendo and Microsoft just kind of had to push themselves to, like, do better and, like, appeal to fans and people that, like, are on the fence mm-hmm. about whether or not they get their consoles, and it, now it feels like they finally hit their stride Here you go. in this console generation. Well, it's, um, it's very, very green pastures, I can see, for the next few years, for sure. Switch yeah. is doing good. PlayStation's doing awesome, and then Xbox has a lot going for it. Xbox One, it's not doing like as amazing as PS4, but it's still doing really well when you look at the charts compared to the last generation, even its predecessor as well. And then with the X coming out, it's a very exciting time to see, you know, like how everything gets pushed and, and handled going forward with console gaming. So it's in, a, it's in a very good spot, especially when we get to see all the cool sequels and new IP that are coming out of everything. Um, it's a it's a great time to be a gamer. It's a great time. Yeah. Speaking of great times, let's talk about all the great games that'll be coming out. Segue into next topic. Q3 games that were coming out that we're excited for. My name Randy Newman. I'm going to show you the games. First we got... I'm not going to do that for the rest. I'm sorry. Look, Brandon, you know you have the option to just quit doing this podcast any moment you want. You're too good for this. You're smart. I'm weird. <laughs> You're right. I okay. am too good for this. World from a one-man show. Hey, I'm Eisen, your Aunt Johnson. Welcome back to the woo. <laughs> He's gone. Bye. I'll talk about games by myself. Uh, oh, he closed the door. <laughs> he legit closed the door. This, this is a first. <laughs> um, games. Uh, I need an adult. Is he back, Brandon? Is that you? <laughs> Hello? Help. Please. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Go on with the fucking re- with the list. <laughs> <laughs> first one. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood. Coming to PS4, PC, and Mac June 20th. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood is the second expansion pack of Final Fantasy XIV announced. At the 2016 Fan Fest being released for PC, Macintosh, and PlayStation 4. The expansion sees adventurers heading to the Garabania region in eastern Aldenard. I'm, this is the first time I'm reading all these names. I'm surprised I'm not fucking up as much. And beyond to the continent of Althard. <laughs> Althard. Liberating both the city-states of Alamigo and Doma from the Garlean Empire. Jesus fucking Christ, Square. Why? But yeah, it's the final expansion for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, hopefully they move on from now because they've done quite a bit. Uh, who knows? Maybe they can just keep doing more. But they're saying it's the, the second one. And they released a complete uh, expansion set. Or not an expansion set, but just like a complete Game of the Year definitive edition with all the expansions in it uh, just today. Yeah, because it just came out today. And, uh, it looks cool. Have you ever like looked into possibly trying out Final Fantasy XIV? I know you're not a big MMO guy or anything, but. It's a combination of two things I don't care for Final Fantasy. <laughs> Whoops, and, uh, never MMO, mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did want to try it because obviously um, 
you know that I've had my bouts with MMOs, but that's why I'm most afraid to try it, just because I don't want to end up getting super into it. Because I do enjoy a good MMO, I just don't have time for it anymore. And I do love Final Fantasy, so that's the thing that's most daunting and scary to me. Because I want to have time to play other games and not just that. But yeah, new expansion for the for the nerds mm-hmm. that want to play that shit. <clears throat> you nerds. After that, <laughs> nerds. Uh, Crash nerds. Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, coming to PS4 June 30th. The Insane Trilogy is a collection of remasters of the first three games in the Crash Bandicoot series. Crash Bandicoot... Cortex Strikes Back and Warped, all of which feature the title character, character character traversing various levels in order to stop Dr. Neo Cortex. More Crash. Woo! Well, not more. It's a remaster of the Classic 3. Fucking stoked. And they look pretty. Yo, those Inside games were in the insane. Inside in the membrane. <laughs> but no, like, they're... T- no, please don't leave again. Don't leave me out. again. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, they um, they're doing an amazing job with this remaster. It's not even just a remaster. It's like a remake from the ground up. Almost, except they're keeping like the core mechanics and everything exactly the same. It just looks super pretty. What is it like? Same marsupial, same Albry, Albry's eyebrows, same crazy wacky times. Woo, looks good. Are you gonna pick it up for your PS4? Absolutely, you have to. It's one of those things that you just know anyone that's picking up a PS4 for the first time more than likely um, didn't play those games. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. granted, they probably play those games. They already have a PS4, so. This is one of those ones you'll just want to add to the collection. And I know they have a, be- a bundle coming out with this as well as the Ratchet game. <laughs> the Ratchet, oh, girl. Uh, the new Ratchet and Clank uh, game for PS4. So that would be an awesome like holiday bundle for, for kids picking up their first PlayStation. would be sick. Um, after that, we have another Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy XII The Zodiac Age. <clears throat> Excuse me. Final Fantasy XII The Zodiac Age improves upon the classic Final Fantasy XII. Now with more beautiful and easier to play than ever. Oh, whoops. Now more beautiful and easier to play than ever. I need to learn how to read. The high-definition remaster introduces several modern advancements, including reconstructed battle design and a revamped job system. I'm excited for this just because I remember trying to play uh, Final Fantasy XII back in the day. I just couldn't do it for whatever reason. Like, some some things just didn't click easy enough in terms of gameplay mechanics. I really wanted to explore the world because I like the aesthetic and the design that I've seen from, like, art and video, but I just couldn't never quite push past the game play from what I remember trying back in the day. It could have just been that I just didn't give enough attention. I was super tired and I just need to try again, but I'll definitely be trying again when this comes out. Um, obviously, you said you're not a Final Fantasy fan, so I don't see you trying this one. I wouldn't recommend this one being your first one either. I'd recommend probably like 15 mm-hmm. or 10 or something, but this one's coming. It's coming. Uh, one after that I know you're excited for. Uh, Splatoon 2! Splatoon! Hmm. Splatoon 2 is an upcoming third... You can third be kid and a squid, but mostly squid, because they're all squids. Because you're a squid, I'm a squid, we're all squid together. I was waiting for you to be like, anyway, back to this uh, Wikipedia <laughs> Splatoon entry. Splatoon 2 is an upcoming third-person shooter video game developed and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo Switch. It is a sequel to the 2015 Wii U title Splatoon and is a team-based third-person shooter, which is playable by up to eight players in online four versus four matches. Are you going to be picking up Splatoon 2? Absolutely. I love Splatoon 1. Absolutely. Dude, I forget. Are they doing like a beta or anything for Splatoon 2? Or is Nintendo not really into doing any of that kind of they stuff? They did a bunch of uh, test fires. Because their, their betas are weird, man. Yeah. Like, it's for the multiplayer beta, it's like, hey, you want to play this game? Download this beta, which will only be available on these certain days for these, like the time period of like 2 to 4 o'clock. In, like, some time zone where people don't even live. And maybe you can fucking, like, get into a server and play the game. It's so weird. That is so, so weird. Yeah, I definitely remember some of that weird fiasco coming on from the first one, now that I think about it. 
And then um, I just remember yep. back when the first one was coming out, back when I was still at GameStop, we would have to like reserve a time for a Nintendo rep to come to the store because he had like a special like demo disc uh, for Splatoon 2, like a few weeks before it came out. And like people would show up just to try it or not for Splatoon 2, but just for Splatoon. <laughs> and then people would show up and try it and people liked it. Um, I put my hands on it briefly. I just it's not super, super for me, but I know it's a great game um, mm-hmm. coming out July 21st. I don't know if I've been reading dates. I hope I have been. Um, after that, one coming up a few days uh, after that, I know you're going to be super excited for Pyre coming to PS4 and PC. Pyre is an upcoming action role playing video game developed by Supergiant Games. You might know them for Bastion and then uh, Brandon's I, favorite transistor. Yes, just a little bit. They're my favorite devs. <laughs> I love them. He loves them. The game takes place in a high fantasy setting. The player controls a character who is in exile that meets three other exiles. The story is told through on-screen narrative passages <laughs> that include a hyperlink-type system used by the player character to explore the story further. How much uh, How much do you know about Pyre that's upcoming? I just know I've seen like a goat person and like I, a big red robe and like some other things. and. Fire. I watched their... They had a live stream where they did like the final like, this is the day it's coming out. Yeah. Um, it's this weird mix of think like... It's a bit like the te- like Telltale game, combined with post-apocalyptic, not even post-apocalyptic, like purgatory sports like uh, tournament, mm. where like you play as different like races, like there's like a humanoid, there's like a little dog with a mustache, like like the demon that looks like a goat person, and like each one has different stats, and you basically have to get. It's kind of like soccer, where like you have to get like a ball to a goal. But, like, you can temporarily knock players out of the arena by, like, attacking them a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, like, depending on the, like, the, char- the race of the character you're playing determines the points. Like, if you're playing, like, a, a small and quick character, it's worth less points because it's easier for that character to get the ball to the goal. Mm. And the game, the story isn't, like, you don't have to win the battles to progress in the story. Like, you can lose battles and that will change the narrative that you experience. That's pretty cool. And, like... In between matches, there is, like, it's, like, like Telltale games or, like, the Banner Saga where you're given, like, dialogue choices. You can talk with your teammates and, like, you can make decisions that, like, also will impact the story. Or even, just like, little tiny things. Like, there's one where, like, the dog that has a mustache, you could be like, dog, I don't like your mustache. Please shave it. And he'll be like, you're right. I'll shave it just because you asked me to. And that character no longer has a mustache. That's pretty cool. And who knows if that will unlock a secret ending. Hmm. Did uh did any of their uh, previous games have any mechanics like that? Like where your actions just completely can change up the story and make everything different from player to player? Not this really. The first time like, I could really dip ba- into that. Like yeah, like Bastion had a little bit of that where like there's one section towards the end of the game where like you can like get a different ending depending yeah. on uh your decisions and like it gives like the illusion of like you're getting your own like custom tailor like the narrative where like you go do something and, like, a little dialogue pops up where it's, like, the kid did X. Mm. But this is their first time that they're, like, really delving into, like, full player choice on a narrative scale. And uh, there is also uh, couch uh, multiplayer with this game. Really? That's pretty yeah, cool. where you can make your dream team of, like, all the different characters and the game characters you can't even play, like, enemy teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you really like one enemy, you could be like, yo, I want you on my team. And make your dream team and play purgatory soccer with your boys on a couch. That's pretty dope. No, I know that you're... No uh, online multiplayer, though. No online? That's kind of lame. It's still nice to have yeah. the couch, but 
That is kind of like Yeah. Um, but no, I know you're super excited for it. I definitely want to get my hands on it. I still need to finish Transistor. I know. Forsake me. But I'll get back to it someday. Someday. Um, coming out July 25th is Pyre. And then after that, we have Lawbreakers coming out August 8th for PS4 and PC. Uh, law breaking br- the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Uh, Lawbreakers is an upcoming first-person shooter video game developed by Boss Key Productions and published by Nexon for PlayStation 4 and Microsoft Windows. The game was set to be free-to-play initially, but in March 2016, Boss Key announced that it has abandoned the format in a favor of pay-to-play release. It's only going to be $29.99. It's uh, coming from Boss Key Productions with his Cliff Bozinski's, uh studio. That's what he's been working on the past few years. You know, Cliffy B from uh, good old Gears of War, Unreal Cliffy Tournament, <laughs> and then uh, what, Jazz Jackrabbit? What is he? Like, yeah. what do people equate him to? They Like, the Steve Jobs of video games is what they say. But no, he's a smart guy. He's obviously has keen eyes on the industry. He's been in the game for a long time. I definitely want to give it a shot, especially because it is only 30 mm-hmm. bucks. Um, I'd want to play it on my PC. It just looks way too graphic-heavy for mine at the moment to play it. I would try it on my PlayStation 4, but I just feel like the ecosystem and just the overall players, player base would be much greater on the PC. Um, it's getting, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's getting a lot of like flack just for um, a lot of elements look very similar to, you can probably guess, another very popular first-person shooter multiplayer game going on right now that's still been going for the past year, Overwatch. Um, there are characters that look very similar in terms of mechanics and like weaponry to that of Overwatch. Like There's a character with dual-wielding. Uh, like plasma esque, like you know, scatter pistols, kind of like tracer. There's mm-hmm. a guy with like a, I think a hammer. A couple guys with like shotguns that are like reaper, and just oof. It looks very close. It could just, it's obviously coincidental, just because some of those that yeah. weapon loadout is pretty standard to begin with. Um, but with lawbreakers, it looks pretty Overwatch. cool. Yeah, right. You can. Uh, I was, I was, I was going to say Overwatch is not the first like character based shooter no, to come out. No, it's not. It's, it's just because the it's most the most popular memory. one. Yeah, it's the most popular, and it's in yeah. most recent memory, so that's what people latch onto. It's like the same thing with um, like survival-based modes where people called it horde mode for a while, and then people call it zombies mode for a while. Even it's though, like no, like Wolfenstein and Doom did it, did it yeah, back in the day, when it was just survival mode and wave-based combat. It just depends who's popular at the time. But no, Lawbreakers yeah. is looking pretty cool. It's like huge on gravity-based combat where you can like throw a hook, go up crazy in the sky, have jet bo- boats and everything. Yeah, look it up. It looks pretty interesting, especially for only thirty bucks for you know a multiplayer-centric game. It's worth a shot. <clears throat> Coming out August eighth. Uh, after that following week, we got Sonic Mania coming out August 15th on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Sonic Mania is an upcoming side-scrolling platformer video game in the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, which acts as a celebration of Sonic's series' 25th anniversary. Woo! Ow! The game emulates the gameplay and 2D sprite animation of the original Sega Genesis Sonic games and serves, along with Sonic Forces, as a continuation of Sonic's 25th anniversary. The people working on this are really doing this justice, because, um... Any gameplay or, like, trailers that I've seen for it just looks spot on, you know, like it would back in the day, but, like, up and, like, my eyes can handle looking at it. Because mm-hmm. if you ever try to actually, like, go back and play an old game like that on a modern TV, it just looks blurry and nasty oh, it's gross. But, no, this team is putting putting passion into this. It's really it's really nice to see. It, the I think the dude that's leading this team, actually, is a very famous uh, maker of, like, Sonic ROM hacks and stuff like that. Like, he's made his own custom Sonic games before using... Yeah the old engine so he's like someone that's very familiar with like the pros of like classic 2d sonic so <laughs> which is really it's, cool that they get this opportunity yeah. after just you know hacking the game for so long <laughs> and making their own right? mods and now they're getting paid to do it and they get to put a, a shelf a game on the shelf with mods Woo! it's looking cool i definitely think i might pick it up i don't know how much it's going to be i don't think it's 60 will you pick it up I think it's thirty. Really? My brother's picking it up, so I'm gonna steal it from him. That's a reasonable price. What are you gonna pick it up on, though? 
He's getting it on Switch. That's right. I forgot that he has a Switch now. That's cool. Yeah. I also love the idea of playing a Sonic on a Nintendo console because it's like... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> look who lasted. <laughs> uh, after that, the next week... <laughs> look who lasted. I sounded like such a nerd when I said that. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. After that, the following week, uh, Uncharted... Will. What's that? I go, maybe I will. Okay. Oh, ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> after that, the following week, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Coming on PS4 August 22nd. Uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy is an action-adventure video game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Releasing as a standalone expansion to the Uncharted series, uh, players control Chloe Fraser, who seeks the tusk of Ganesh in the mountains of India in the midst of a civil war with the help of mercenary Nadine Ross. Um, I won't spoil too much, obviously, on the characters just because it takes place clearly after uh, Uncharted 4. Um, it's cool just to see, obviously, more of these characters and getting more Uncharted. I'm always down for that. Um... Chloe, we didn't get too much of a presence of in uh, Uncharted 4, which was sad. She was more or less an Uncharted 2 and 3 central character. And then getting to play as her will be really cool. It's the first time you get like a female uh, protagonist that's playable, you know, for a campaign segment in Uncharted. And then um, this game was initially just going to be like a DLC add-on, you know, part of the season pass, which it still is. So if you own the season pass, you get this for free, like I do. Yes. Or you paid for it, I guess. But um, they're just blowing it out. It's also going to be like on disc and you can buy it on shelves for 40 bucks. So pretty cool. Pick it up if you're a fan of Uncharted. You need to play Uncharted 4, Brandon. Why are you slacking? We'll get around to it yeah, after yeah, I beat yeah, yeah. Uh, The Last Guardian yeah, in yeah, 2032. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say. <clears throat> after that, we have uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Coming to the Switch August 29th. Yahoo! Mario! It's... <laughs> Did you did you hear mm. that the XCOM devs were super flattered that a Mario and Rabbids game basically used it's their, their combat? combat. <laughs> it's yeah, they they were like, oh my god, Mario is using is using our combat. This is the greatest day ever. It's freaking awesome, and it looks good too. But uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle is a role playing video game featuring turn based combat and elements of exploration. The game features eight playable characters: Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and Yoshi from the Mario franchise, and four rabbits dressed as the former. The characters wield guns that shoot laser beams. The game features two-player local cooperative play. But yeah, no, it's looking pretty cool. It looked, uh, it was very surprising showing. It was uh, better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be super gimmicky and kitty and just kind of lame. But it looks uh, like a little bit more more mature of a gameplay system. Obviously, it'll be easier for kids uh, to get hands-on. Yeah. But, um, but it's pretty cool what they're doing with it. Uh, apparently, uh, Princess Peach Rabbit has her own Instagram account. No way. Because I saw promotional I art believe- where she's like taking a selfie with the real Peach. They actually made, oh no, sorry, uh, Rabid Princess Peach made a Instagram account for her pictures. I mean, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Oh, God, you're gonna make me edit that in the video, aren't you? I probably will. Maybe. Who knows? You know. You know. Uh, after that, following week, Knack Two. Hey, 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 hey! On September fifth, the cult classic is back, baby. <laughs> Get ready for Knack. Oh, you like that rhyme? That's not even part of the thing. I just <laughs> on the spot. Uh, Knack Two is an action platformer game in which players control eponymous character Knack. Knack can punch, kick, change size, deflect projectiles using a shield, and has other combat abilities. So yeah, everyone asked for it. It's coming. Knack Two. They didn't talk about it in the conference. They just dropped a date in the trailer on the internet, and then bam, September fifth. That's their that's their fall uh, PS4 exclusive. Knack Two. Whoopee. <laughs> Get ready for greatness. It awaits. Look at Facebook real quick. What's, you want me to look at Facebook? Hold on. Real-time okay. messenger chat. I'm clicking <laughs> the link. <laughs> let me let me open this up, baby. 
Let me see. Oh my god, it's an actual like Instagram link from what I can see. Oh my god, why is her head on a that's <laughs> 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 no I don't oh no this angle fits me pretty right oh no oh lordy next game next game next game where are my notes uh after that the big one destiny 2 the day after knack 2 uh ps4 xbox one september 6 coming out later on pc <clears throat> bungie returns to the futuristic universe of its acclaimed shared world shooter in destiny 2 Maintaining the taut gameplay and exploration that attracted millions to its predecessor, Destiny 2 breaks new ground with deeper opportunities for narrative engagement, in-game clan support, and a redesigned approach to core elements like progression, weapon systems, and navigation between activities. So, regardless of the whole PlayStation conference thing, are you uh, are you excited for Destiny 2 still? Oh, I'm fucking hype for that shit. Are you kidding me? Especially after that trailer. I trailer love Destiny. Was gonna be. It's looking dope. And uh, I'm officially probably on board for a day one purchase. Uh, have you pre-ordered it or anything already yet? Uh, my my game sharing buddy. That's right. I already. I got Kevin's all of Destiny. It. I got all Destiny one series. Like, yo, I got you for Destiny two, and I'm like, thanks, boo. Yeah, I think Cody did. Like our buddy Cody that uh shares with me for he did most of Destiny one. So I'm I might be generous and do Destiny two this time around. Who knows? I'll see how he behaves himself. Maybe he'll actually play it. Oh yeah, he like hardly played the last. <laughs> He's hardly done anything. Yeah, Mr. Going to college and girlfriend not wanting to play video games. What a loser. Oh, well. But yeah, uh, Destiny 2, September 6th. Do you remember the beta dates off the top of your head? Um, I believe the beta starts July 15th. Weekend. For the week PlayStation after uh, pre-orders. Oh, okay, and then like the next yeah, day the... for Xbox, right? And then I think the... I think like the 20th is when it starts. I think the 20th is either when it starts for everybody mm-hmm. or it starts for PC. I'll get the dates up. Okay. I'll do uh, the next one in the time being. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming for PS4, Xbox One, PC, September 19th. Big Fighter. I know that you played the uh, the demo for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. You said you enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing the characters actually have conversations and like interact with each other. That's cool. But uh, let's see. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is an upcoming fighting video game in development by Capcom. It is the sixth main entry in the Marvel vs. Capcom series of crossover games. Like previous installments, players control characters from both Marvel Comics and Capcom universes to compete in tag team battles. Infinite features two-on-two fights as opposed to the three-on-three format used in the preceding titles. That's a shame. But, you know, hopefully it works just as well. But, um, let's see. What game did I series? I think the new Dragon Ball uh, Fighter Z is using three-player combat or three, uh, three-team tag. I'm not mistaken, and it looks dope. But Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite's looking mm. good. And uh, are you gonna probably pick that up day one, or you think you're gonna wait? Uh, I'm gonna probably make it like my Christmas purchase for myself. Fair enough. Fair enough. You find the I Destiny got the, dates? Uh, the yeah uh, beta begins begins uh, July 18th on PS4, mm-hmm. and July 19th for Xbox One players that pre-ordered the beta that pre-ordered the game. Mm-hmm. The 21st is when it starts for everybody else. And then PC begins in late August. Interesting. Okay, cool. So at least it's going to be going for a little bit. Everyone can get their hands on it and try it out. Try it out. Give feedback so when it comes out, people love it. All right. And then finally the last one. What's up? mm, I was going to make a Destiny comment, but I'll wait for you to finish this game. No, go for it while it's relevant. Oh, so... They, the Luke Smith, the one of the directors for the Destiny franchise, Mm -hmm. did an interview a few days ago where like so destiny for those of you who don't play like the big enemy is like the darkness and 
Like, it's not really described what the darkness is. Like, it's a little unclear. And Luke Smith basically said, yeah, throughout the entirety of Destiny 1, we had absolutely no clue what the darkness was. Oh, and that's why we kept it vague. <laughs> Do they have an idea now? Like, did he, did he not? We know that? what we... Yeah, they're like, we know what we're doing with the darkness now, but in Destiny 1, we had no clue. Oh, my God. At least he's honest, but that's kind of sad at the same time. Hey, hey, yes, jeez. Young lady, I'm Zoidberg. <laughs> um, all right, final one for the quarter three releases. The big, a big guy that we've been looking forward to, but also adorable. Cuphead, coming to Xbox One PC September 29th. Uh, it technically should have ended on uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, but I wanted to add this one in there just to end it out. <clears throat> Cuphead is a run-and-gun game. <laughs> pew, pew, finger bang, bang. Pew, pew, pew. As the titular Cuphead, the player loses a bet with the devil and spends the game attempting to repay the bet. The game features a branching level sequence and is based around continuous boss fights. Yeah, it's just that super charming, awesome-looking game based off of, like, 1930s cartoons where you and a buddy look like a couple little uh, ragtag cup-headed dudes with little, like, cups as your head, like little teacups as your head. And you got finger-bang guns, and you shoot up bosses like giant flowers and giant boats and then giant devils, obviously, because you lose brat, it. Brat, pew, pew. Brat, brat, pew, pew. I'm way too stoked for this game, getting it day one. Been excited for, like, the past two-plus years. It's finally coming out. Thank God. I'm just so happy that they announced it, like, the date finally and showed it off at E3 with that under-minute trailer. Like, you've seen enough. Here it is. It's still a charming-ass trailer. Very, very quaint and quiet, but here it is. Date, done. See you. Go buy it. I'm like, yes, I will gladly buy it. So, yeah. Whew. A lot of games. A lot of games. There was even more. There was so much more that I cut out, like, before all this. Like, obviously, easier ones that I just cut out were sports games, but there was a couple other things that we've even talked about already in this uh, podcast like Metroid and a couple other things that I just mm. wouldn't have time if I kept it in there but yeah as you can see a lot of big things coming up a lot of big games a lot of great things too much money too much money games even before the holidays but uh while we wrap everything up and we settle down you brought this uh awesome little topic that you want to close the show out with uh what is it again so this is a recurring theme with the video game industry of a summer drought, mm-hmm. or just nothing really new comes out. Like, there's, I'm not gonna say it's not all the time because, like, Red Dead Redemption, for example, was a May release, mm-hmm. which is kind of like summer. It's close. Summer it's game, even though not. That end. It's, but uh, it's like summer's so Eve. I find myself, I find myself going back to old games during summer, since, like, there's nothing new to play. So I just wondered what kind of games are like, what games do you go back to? When it's like summertime and you don't really play anything new. Fair enough. Um, I mean, this year is honestly going to be a very special case just because obviously we just covered it. There's so there's a lot of things mm-hmm. coming out in the summer that I do want to try. I mean, I'll pick up Crash Bandicoot just to kind of have it. I won't probably go balls deep and like uh, drown myself in it. Same with like Final Fantasy. I'll probably just dip into it as it goes. Um, otherwise, for like June and July, or I mean, June's only got like what a week and a half left, and then July is only so long too. Um, Depending on whatever Overwatch brings on, just because that's obviously my major in-between game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to still try to get up in terms of like the competitive season, see how high I can rank up. Um, in years past, when it came to just like this kind of drought and then um, figuring out what I want to go back and play, um, I still haven't been very good about tackling my Steam library, <laughs> which is just heinous and horrible. <laughs> it's just it's still backlogged like Kingdom Come of games that I still have never gotten around to playing that I want to to this day, like um, like Deus Ex, uh, Bastion and Transistor, I'd still need to play. I might do those next month before Pyre to see if I actually uh, like them enough. 
um, mm-hmm. just a handful of things. Um, and then obviously a good go-to would be like Kingdom Hearts if I was ever bored and just would just speed through that shit and play it again, see what f- new things I can find and what other things I might have forgotten, whether it be the first or the second one. But, um, but yeah, this year's a different case because there is things. But in years past, it always just it was nostalgia trips. Like I said, like Kingdom Hearts, fun, Final Fantasy, Halo. When I was a kid and then when I started getting money, I would just spend money on Steam games that I would eventually try to dip back into. Uh, what about you? Um, I'm, I'm a bit of like a nostalgia trip kind of guy where like summer like comes around. I'm like, Oh, I guess I'll play a bunch of Nintendo games because there's nothing really on Microsoft or Sony. I want to play like wind waker is one of my go-to summer games just because that game like screams summer vacation to me. There you go. That's awesome. Um, that is a great Splatoon. Mm -hmm. Splatoon actually like that is. It captures just the vibe of a summer vacation, like being a little kid going around with like water guns, shooting your friends. That's very true. Back in the day, that's a that's a really good analogy. I like that. Um, two of my big ones of recently are Pokemon, mm-hmm. like any Pokemon game, and Fire Emblem Awakening. Okay, so you've been doing that the past couple of years, then. There's stuff to go yeah, back like, and play. Because it's like Fire Emblem Awakening is just a simple. Like, it's a simple tactics game, mm-hmm. and, like, I know how to break the game, so it's just one of those things where you're like, I feel like being overpowered today. Let me go back and, like, uh, grind up in Fire Emblem Awakening for a little bit. Hmm. Cool. But no, yeah, I'm, uh, as much as I'm excited for all these things to come out, I'm also kind of, like, dreading it, because it's time that I do want to put into playing, and then it's just so, life is just so freaking busy right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, luckily a lot of the major things I don't want to play come out until, like, about August to September with, like, Uncharted and then Destiny and Cuphead. But um, I'll definitely be picking up the Crash Bandicoot trilogy and then Final Fantasy and just, you know, dipping into those probably over the uh, the next handful of weeks to a couple months until other stuff comes out while playing, you know, uh, Overwatch from time to time as well, too. But, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it's tough when it comes especially to summer because, yeah, in the years past, we've definitely been uh, very, very, very dry. Like, I remember back um, here it comes again the, when I was still at GameStop, there was just so many countless, you know, customers going, all right, so that's up until June. What's a... Uh, what do, what do we have next? Yeah, there's literally nothing up until uh, September. Sorry, there's nothing. unless you. Well, next is Madden. That's like late August. Other than that, it was just random, like, you know, 3DS fi- family kid games or like a, like a Vita JRPG that we finally yeah. got over in the States that's already been out in Japan for the past two years. But uh, just with how... M- back in the old days. Yeah, back in the old days. Uh, during, the th- during the era of the 360... For like a couple of years, Microsoft did that summer of arcade thing. That was fun. That was a good. Where time. like for, well, like once a week they'd release like a brand new game. I think like Super Meat Boy was one of that. Mm-hmm. Bastion was one of those games. Was Crash or Crashers? Ca- like, Crash or Crashers? Castle Crashers? Part of that block yeah. at some point. I think so. Limbo been. was one. Limbo was a great game. Like, there were a lot of good games from that, mm-hmm. and like Microsoft hasn't really done any of that with the Xbox One yet, which deeply sad. Sadly, me. not. Yeah, just because they've obviously they spent a lot of this generation just trying to redefine their identity and figure out what like who they are to themselves and you know try to reestablish yeah. that relationship with their friends what was that they're selfish <laughs> they're soul searching soul searching they're going out in the great beyond trying to find what xbox means to you cars three race on lightning mcqueen no but no yeah they've, <laughs> they've been they've been doing better but um yeah, this summer, the best thing about it, regardless of, like, the summer of arcade or, like, indie blocks, there's a lot of indie games coming out this summer. Then, um, like, another big mm-hmm. one that I didn't put on this was, like, Matterfall, coming from the same guys who did uh, Rezogun Ooh. and a couple other games for PS4, looking dope. 
And then, like, we just went over this list. So, really, the games releases are spread out across the year now. Like, um, spring's more loaded than it used to be. Winter's still packed to all shit. But then anything that's, like, two-packed will get... Not <laughs> two-packed. <huh? laughs> He's still alive, damn it! Hey. <laughs> we'll get uh, pushed out to spring or even in the summer or just some random date that fits for everything. So, a lot of, a lot of games get more time to shine uh, than they used to. Mm-hmm. But the market's definitely flooded. But, um, but no, it's... um. I definitely have a lot of games that I still need to go back and play. But in terms of what I plan on doing for this this summer, while it's not the heavy, heavy releases, like I said, probably Overwatch and then uh, Final Fantasy and then uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah. Probably going to end up replaying uh, Breath of the Wild on hard mode. Yeah. And hope... Yeah, like I'm, I'm actually legitimately excited for that. Because... Uh, so one of my issues with Breath of the Wild is there's no save slots. It's like one playthrough. And then for hard mode, they're adding a second save slot for uh, hard mode. And I already saw the Reddit thread of people who deleted their original save file in anticipation for hard mode, only to get the news, yeah, you didn't have to delete your save file. Wow, that's harsh. (laughs) That really sucks. Oh, man. But, uh... Yeah. That's a shame. But, uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild's gonna hold me over till Pyre because uh, I heard a shirt from their website the other day from Supergiant. Because uh, it, yeah, because it was Transistor's uh, like anniversary in May. Mm-hmm. I think it's like it's two or three year. It was three year. So I heard a shirt because it's on sale, and they sent me a little postcard with like Pyre artwork on it, and I was like, oh, Supergiant Games, you know how to, you really know how to make me feel special. Oh, you damn right. And then plus, uh, what Zelda has that DLC coming out soon, right? Yep. Is it next week? Uh. Yeah, the hard mode with all the the new outfits and stuff comes out the thirtieth, actually. Cool. Very cool. Oh, and then that reminds me, I know Final Fantasy Fifteen has a new Prompto DLC coming out next week, so I gotta play that. I still have to go back and play the other one they did too. We're glad of y'all. So that's stuff for me to do as well. Oh, great! More things on the list. Thank you for reminding me, you jerk. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Well, and then that wraps that. Let me remind you guys, each and every week, me and my man Brent here. Oi. Oi. Like to get together, talk about games, things coming up, lots of things coming up, things we're looking forward to, things that we hope you look forward to and want to be excited with us. You can catch us every week, youtube.com forward slash little games. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash little games, capital TW. Follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, other podcast services, what have you, what need you. Other than that, thank you for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy. We'll see you next time.